the KMN Movie Review. This episode of the KMN Podcast is brought to you by The Purple Box. You guys ever wanted some delicious, yummy treats? Cupcakes, cakes, cookies? Then you need to hit up our sponsor, The Purple Box. DFW area only. If you live somewhere else, we're sorry, but you cannot get these goodies at the moment. And if you mention our discount code, KMM, for you, you'll get a fat 15. That's a 1-5% off. Where do you go to get this discount? You can hit up the Purple Box on Instagram at the, with two E's, Purple Box. You can go on Facebook, The Purple Box. Or you could email taylormurphybakes at gmail.com. And again, mention our discount code KMM4U to get that fat 15 15% off your first order. Now back to the episode. Welcome to your favorite movie review podcast. We are back. We say that to all five of you that are listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> we appreciate the it. The Fab Five. We see all these movies because of you. Anyway, two movies this week. We know we missed last week, but uh, it's because there was scheduling conflicts, <laughs> and a big part of that came into play around not getting to go to the movies very much. So we only have two movies for you this week. Dose. We got Dark Waters and Jumanji The Next Level, which was a request from someone that my girlfriend works with. So you can hear it was our view of it here. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> Talked about that off air. Dark Waters will be the first movie that we review. We watched that last week, so it's not quite that fresh on our minds. But we remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Except for right before this started. Frank was like, well, it's Dark Waters. Wait, dark, which was? Oh, that one. Dark Waters. Yeah, as soon as I saw the picture, I was like, oh, yeah. Is the, <laughs> is the movie about the Hulk. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Anyway, a, a corporate defense attorney takes on an environmental lawsuit against a chemical company that exposes a lengthy history of pollution. Yeah, bruh. All right, ratings. You don't want our... Writing it out. Let's write it out. Probably should have done this before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. We're writing things down now, everyone. So Mm. bear with us. All right, I'm ready. As am I. Mike first. Mike first. You sure? Put the pen down. Ah. 7.5. Uh-huh. And a wait for it. Yes. I'll go next. All right, Frank the Tank. 8.5. Watch it now. All right. And Keith. 6.5. Oh, we're so uh 
I knew these. I knew these boards would help. Wait for it. That's a wait for it, though. All right, let's get into it. So the core of the story is that there is an environmental lawyer who works for the chemical agencies. He basically sues the EPA and anyone else that might interfere with chemical companies' dealings and goings-on. But then he gets approached by someone from his grandmother's hometown about a potential poisoning of a bunch of land and livestock in West Virginia where the Dow Chemical Company has a huge foothold on everyone in the com- in the town. DuPont. So, oh yeah, sorry. It is DuPont. DuPont. Not Dow. Uh, so he starts looking into it. His connections give him some additional leverage on getting information but they start holding back on him and he starts fighting fighting hard all kinds Exposes. of starts uncovering all kinds of corruption and cover-ups so dirty deeds i would say it's all like the core of the story is something that's like extremely important information that Everyone should should really because know. it affects you right now. It affects ninety nine percent of living people, apparently. <laughs> and th- living things, probably. Oh yeah, that is, they did say living things. So yeah, um, so I think the the core of the story is like extremely important. But I just, for me, the movie, I don't know. It it felt like it didn't know what it really wanted to focus on. Like it, it seemed like it wanted to focus on the core of the story which is by far the most important part. But then they kept throwing in like these little things of drama that between the family. Yeah. Like stuff with his family, like his basically Mark Ruffalo, he becomes the, obsessed. The lawyer that he plays like is kind of like this weird standoffish guy who seems yeah, to have some know. kind of like, I don't know, bro, social disorder. Like he can't really function right outside of work. It seems like say something even with his own family. Like he just kind of sits there and nods. <laughs> he doesn't really talk to them. <laughs> so like they have some drama that comes up out of that but nothing really comes of it like Anna Hathaway is kind of wasted as his wife like they they whoa, make it sound whoa. like don't talk about baddie number one like that bro. I mean I think she's an amazing actress I just feel like so there was like no reason for her to be in this movie though like she did like nothing I, I mean, thought that they were gonna like eventually bring her in to be like a part for of what the case. Well, because they said that she was she used hey, to hey, be an attorney. She herself. was what she needed to be a wife. Ooh, <laughs> so silent and back in, then, yeah, in the corner. During back that time, then, yes. this was in the nineties. Nah, bro, not when <laughs> it started, then. dog. <laughs> not when it started. Back then, it bro. Start, so this movie ended in like two thousand fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> back then. Back then, boy. Yeah. So the movie does start out in like 1974, yeah. mm-hmm. showing like, oh, hey, these this chemical company, DuPont's just like out here spraying stuff right into the water <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. where people are swimming. Um, so they start out with that. But then, like, I think they said it was 1975 or 1976, whenever the EPA was created and they started regulating them. But the way that the government decided they were going to regulate the, the chemical off. companies was, hey, chemical companies, tell us what's bad. Yeah. And then we'll say, you can't put this amount that you told us was a bad amount. Yeah. There was no like checking. So dumb. 
No checking with uh, third party scientific groups I mean, to or be anything f- like that. Yeah, to be fair, like what they were working on, only they really knew. Like no one else outside knew. Like what? Well, what is that? Other companies is that bad? How much is that as bad? You know, they said 3M knew because they like were trying to make it into a viable product and then gave up on it. So like mm-hmm. a couple of other companies apparently did know to some degree mm-hmm. the health of effects of the C8 compound they were using to make Teflon, but only DuPont had a large amount of information regarding the extended health effects of the C8 compound. Dirty thing. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's messed up stuff. That's why I get such a high score. I think the knowledge. No, I mean, the revelation was just so much. I think that that's important, but like as a movie... I it's it's I feel like it's better for like a documentary. Yeah, a documentary would have been one way better. On this on Netflix. I was talking to my to uh to my boss about it and I was like, Hey, I saw this movie about DuPont or whatever and he's like, Oh the this it's all like the C eight like the documentary on Netflix. I'm like, No, no, I watched Dark Waters. He's like, Oh, he's like the one on Netflix, real good. He's like, It'll make you scared. Gotta watch that then. I mean, I think it's a more digestible version of it. Like a, a lot of people, I feel like, get turned off from documentaries because, oh, it's going to heavy-handedly show me something. But really, all the, most documentaries are just kind of an information dump that let, let you decide if it's good or bad. <clears throat> but, I mean, with this, it's just that they didn't really seem to have it structured like a movie. They kind of half-heartedly structured it like a movie. So the information, I would say, like, is a 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10. You need to understand and be aware of it, especially if you live in any kind of a place that has chemical companies around it because you're probably being poisoned to some degree. No, you definitely are being poisoned. Oh. Yes. Because <laughs> that, I mean, they said that those forever chemicals, they don't ever leave your body. Yes, and that's what this is all about. That C8 compound, your body cannot break down the carbon chain that mm-hmm. was manufactured and causes an increased rate of cancer and other diseases, heart disease, diabetes, a bunch of other stuff. So in if you have a pan right now, a nonstick. Oh, it was Teflon specifically. I don't I'm know if it's sure. all nonstick. I'm pretty sure it's all nonstick. But the the thing with the nonstick was that it was only if the nonstick pan gets heated to a certain temperature. Temperature and or if you're not using it right, because if you end up using like metal utensils on it, it'll just it'll kind of cause damage to it. Yeah, and that damage can get into your food, like the particles and the like, the stuff that comes off can get into your food. Well, and I've then got, you, and I've you got, eat that food. Got cancer causing C eight then for sure. I think everybody does because at some point <laughs> someone's messed up and nicked, yeah, because you're only you're non-stick. only supposed to use like the the you know the, the soft rubber yeah 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 well anyway but the movie as a whole they they throw in these like dramatic things of like the the family being upset with uh, Mark Ruffalo who plays uh, what was his name again uh, Robert Billet. Um, yeah. Let's see, what else was there? That was the stuff about like that family who came forward in the West Virginia town. Mm-hmm. They ended up suing DuPont uh directly, and that's how like this whole thing really got rolling about 
you know, figuring out how DuPont was poisoning people. Uh, like that family, their house across the street, which was owned by the uh, guy's father, like catches on fire one night. And they're like, oh, we don't know, you know, what's happening. No one lives there. Um, what's Frank doing over here? Some video, some dude getting beat up. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, let, stop, stop talking. Let him talk now. It's a guy getting beat up by the police. <laughs> uh, hey, we're trying to talk about this movie. Young Latino male. Mike can relate. <laughs> Showing no threat, and they beat the dog out of him. <laughs> anyway, the guy who sued Dupont, his house, uh, the house across the street catches on fire. It's in his father's name. The firefighters like, oh, was anybody at home? Like, oh, no, but it's in my father's name. Like, oh, do you think they got the wrong house? It's like then they start throwing in this like, is Dupont trying to kill these people? They have like the whole drama with like the it was- town. It was. I, I'm not sure. Of, I'm sure a lot of that was like just made up for the movie. I don't know that it was necessarily made up. I think I feel like it's in the movie because to some degree, mm-hmm. like it happened or there was just paranoia about someone trying to kill them because this was a huge case. And the entire city was employed by DuPont pretty much. Yeah. But so the thing is, like, they like just losing or like, ooh, they're I afraid I they're going to lose their job. Well, I don't know why they I mean, I guess if the plant moves or gets shut down, then yeah. Yeah. Which um, it comes back to, you know, small even, town mentalities. Don't you don't bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah. Like you should bite the hand that feeds you if they're actively killing you. And it was found <laughs> that they were. They're because... feeding you poison. Yeah. Yeah. So like there was just a lot of that stuff that like they kind of throw in, but then they never really fully explore or explore beyond like you throw in. I just like how they kept showing how the company just kept snaking their way out of taking yeah. response every step like even after like all right we finally settled we're gonna do a long-term study um if we a find real out yeah study. a real long term if we find out that our products are causing cancer we'll pay for everybody's health care for their life up to i forgot it was like some ridiculous amount of money and then they're like all right and then it's just a giant time jump just a Boom! How long was it? Like, uh, well, they kept they kept doing like kind of smaller time jumps. They it was like, like seven. It jumped years. like two years. Like, oh, nothing's really happened. Oh, jumped another three years. Oh, nothing's happened. I think, I think it was 2015 when it finally was like, yeah. all right, yeah. It ended up being a total of the seven years. Yeah, and then it's like the doctor, the one that's in charge. Just sorry, I haven't contacted you in seven years, but uh, all the data that you got me is the largest longitudinal study. In human yeah, history, like eighty thousand cases, yeah, that they, like like samples of, yeah. and just like it is just slam dunk, slam dunk. There is no question that these products definitively, definitely caught. And then guess what? Just Dupont's just like, nope, never mind. We're <laughs> back. Pay. We're back nah, out of the nah, deal that we made. We ain't paying for nothing, brother. Just nothing. So now that the same guy, Robert Billet. Still suing people to this day, <laughs> or, yeah, or I, suing uh, I think DuPont the, just over the, like every the, end, case. So the whole time I was like, "All right, you think you know? Here it comes when they go. They gonna get DuPont and they gonna get nope. shut down." And I was like, "Ah, wait, wait, oh, hold up, DuPont too big. Hold the phone, hold up." But there he is winning cases on the, but he has to go individual basis. So everyone that was in that study, so up to. It, I was, I think it was somewhere between sixty and eighty thousand people. I don't remember the exact number, but 
Every single one of those cases has to be tried individually. <laughs> and that is, in, in, that is even, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and that even was the after, judge was like, all right, we'll be here for like until like 20, like 80 or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if we can get through each of these cases. Like and, two a day or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, we'll be here till 2080. It's like that's the kind of ridiculous stuff that our legal system allows. It's like, that's dumb. But uh, in total, like the, the story is good. The message is good. I just, as a movie, yeah. I feel like they didn't do a great job of structuring it as a movie because the movie Spotlight. That was um, good. That was like extremely well made. Like, oh yeah, they, I still haven't watched it. Oh, that's super super good. And like this is going for that same kind of vibe. I, I think that's why I was like, because Spotlight, and then compared to this, is kind of like a you can draw parallels, like for sure. But the Spotlight was done way better. Yeah, like Spotlight's like a nine point five out of oh, ten. Yeah. Like watch it now. Like even though it's about priests being pedophiles, yeah. Like, it's something, but it's the same. Like the content and learning, you know, you learning from the movie. Did he produce like both? Uh, he was in Spotlight. I know. Did he? I don't remember because he he, he helped produce this one, right? Yeah. And I thought this one, like, I couldn't tell if it was Mark playing this character or, or just Mark or just Mark because it was not good. And then, oh, like, you didn't like him as the character. That's how you did a good job. I just thought that I was like, wait, is this like a choice that he's making to do this? Or is this just like, is Mark just kind <laughs> he of. He was very, I will say he was very frumpy. And that <laughs> yeah, word fits yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Frumpy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he did a good job of he like. like a frog man. He, he was like a really good lawyer, but like a terrible father and husband. Kind like, of baddie of a wife. <laughs> it was kind of like uh, Neil Armstrong in The Last yeah. Man. Or first man. Uh, the last man. Yeah. <laughs> the last man. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it's definitely meant to draw parallels to Spotlight. I think it, <laughs> it's just that Spotlight was a much better made movie overall. Like They oh, yeah. took drama in the right ways. Mm-hmm. Like They actually amped up certain aspects of it that didn't feel like they were overblowing things. But it made it super interesting throughout. But with uh, Dark Waters, they just didn't really find that right mix. Yeah, I thought like some acting was off, like by like the old guy, the, Tim Robbins. Guy. Oh, him. Okay. Yeah, that he he was awful in the movie. Tim Robbins is in the movie. This giant man of a like <laughs> he's just a beast. I compared like whenever he's standing next to Mark Ruffalo. Makes Mark Ruffalo look like a little baby. Yep. Come That's on, hard, come on, now. Tim Robbins is like six foot four. Like man. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Tim Robbins is the one from Shawshank Redemption, the main character. He's a he's a monster of a man. Oh, that that guy. I'm I'm talking about the old guy. His yeah, boss? Yeah. No, no, no. No, the 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 uh, farmer. Bill Camp. Oh, uh-huh. this guy. Wilbur Tennant. I feel like it's just. I don't know. Maybe wow, that his was face the... changes a lot with that beard. <laughs> wow, <laughs> unrecognizable. Hey, he was in Twelve Years a Slave. I think he was one of mm-hmm. the uh, the crackers. Have you watched Twelve Years a Slave yet? No. Have you watched Armistad? <laughs> huh? Give us us free. No. Give us us free. No. You haven't seen it? No. It's like uh, it's based on like a real uh, Supreme Court case. Hmm. These slaves. 
illegally kidnapped. Slave trade's already been outlawed. They're they're taken to Cuba and then they're sold and then they're going somewhere else in Cuba and they kill everybody. They break loose, kill everybody, and uh, except for the two captors and they like are like telling them like uh, take us back to Africa, but they sail like up the coast of the U.S. They get captured and then they have like this whole Supreme Court case of what should happen to them. And then, like, they rule, like, they were illegally kidnapped, so therefore they're not slaves. And then, like, a year later, the U.S. finally pays for them to, well, not even the U.S., the abolitionists raise enough money to send them back to Africa. Damn. But, hey, that it shows that middle passage. It's probably, like, I mean, it's very shocking, for sure. I was like, ooh. We're talking about dark waters here. Hey, <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, they... They tried to have an uprising. They grab a slave. They're like, yeah, grab him. Just they uh, chain the anchor to him because they're all chained together. Just throw the anchor off. Just <laughs> dead. They just throw Dang. the anchor off and then drag whoever. All the slaves just get dragged off dead. Drowning. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with dark water. No, nah, but it had to do with 12 years of slavery. Black races. people in water. But. <laughs> That's why they don't swim, bro. Because <laughs> they're always anchored down. Yeah, they're always but, being held down by the white hey, man. That's hey, why. you want? Hey, that sh- was nuts. They just strapped. Dark waters. It was pretty <laughs> nuts, dude. Nah, Armistad's better than dark waters. <laughs> well, you gave you gave what dark waters an eight point five, and Armistad's a ten <laughs> out of ten. Anyway, I would say it's an important message. I liked it. Something that I wouldn't say you necessarily need to see in a movie. What, what is the Metacritic score? Metacritic was seventy three. Uh-huh. Uh, so not necessarily anything that I'd say you'd want to you'd want to see in a theater, but definitely like a. I'd say you should go watch it. Pick it up. What's the uh, what's the uh, the the um like the production or the the amount of money that they was spent on this movie? Let's see if it shows up. Because I feel like it was like pennies. Doesn't say. Doesn't say. Because that whole scene with like the shotgun and the cow. I mean, that was CG. It's not cheap. I mean, they could just use a real shotgun. Oh, you're saying they just killed a cow right there? No, no. Use a real shotgun going off. Because that, that whole scene, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, this is awful. <laughs> well, anyway. So far, I mean, the cumulative worldwide gross is 9.2 million. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, it's not. I'm sure that's more opening than opening weekend. One hundred and two thousand. Yeah, definitely not like some prime time. Not a blockbuster anything, for but, sure. But yeah, still definitely worth a watch whenever you get a chance. If it comes to streaming, for sure watch it. Otherwise, I'd say definitely rent it. All right, on to Jumanji. Which Jumanji? <laughs> uh, this is. A movie that Frank over here didn't make it to. Nope. Um, so this will just be a Mike and myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let and me you didn't see. watch the, the first of the reboots, right? Me? No, Frank. I watched the first one. You did? Okay. It's on TV. Did you like it? I mean, I wouldn't watch it again. I give it like a seven and a half. Seven. Wait for it. All right. 
We've got our scores. I'll I'll reveal first. Bum, bum, bum. Seven point five and a wait for it. All right, let's see yours, Mike. Eight. Wait an for eight it. and a wait for it. This is the first time you in a while you haven't done like some weird number. What do you mean? Oh. Weird number. It's been like two weeks, three weeks. Since when? Ford v. Ferrari, Mike. Well, I only did that because I didn't want to be the same. Uh-huh. So we're pretty close overall. Um, I mean, it continues what the first one, first reboot did. I guess it's not really a reboot. This is definitely within the same universe. but Yeah, it's a sequel, or I guess... Is it not? I thought it was. I thought it was that guy depressed because he couldn't go back in. Yeah, I mean, it's... So it is a sequel. It is a sequel. I mean, it's, this is a sequel to yes. the... I was saying reboot as in Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, but that's not necessarily a reboot. It's a, I guess, sequel, but kind of a weird version of a sequel. Yeah. Anyway, uh, with this one... Let's see. In Jumanji, the next level, the gang is back, but the game has changed. As they return to rescue one of their own, the players will have to brave parts unknown from an arid desert, oh, from arid deserts to snowy mountains to escape the world's most dangerous game. So, it definitely continues the trend of the one from 2017, Welcome to the Jungle. Um, but they do go into new areas, so it's not just the same story retread with some new characters or anything it's similar kind of like they still have to do the same thing of ultimately like getting something from uh the evil character in the game and then you know making it out alive but this time spencer who was the hero of the last one mm-hmm. the loser yeah, the loser who becomes the hero in the first one, um, the and welcome to the jungle. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to the jungle. He goes back into Jumanji because he's depressed. He is depressed. He's depressed. He feels like a loser. He's got nothing going on in his life. He's on a break with his girlfriend, and he's like, "I want self-instituted f- break. I want to feel strong and fearless again." He wanted to be the rock. All over again. You want to be the rock. That's what it boiled down to. So, so it goes in. Goes right back in. But shit is fucked. <laughs> Did I, am I saying that right? Oh, basically what we find <laughs> out is once everyone gets back into the game, mm-hmm. that all the characters, because the game got smashed at the end of Welcome to the Jungle, you, they, no one got to pick their characters, so everyone just kind of randomly gets assigned a character. We don't know what's going on with Spencer. We're just following everyone else, um, which is uh, Martha, Eddie. Uh, oh, sorry, Grandpa Eddie, which mm-hmm. is Danny DeVito. Where is his name? Is Donald something right? He's not even. No, it's Glover. Yeah. He's not even on the. Danny Glover. Danny, there he is. There he is. Is he on here? He has what was to his be. name. 
His name was Milo right there. Danny Glover. Yeah. He's pretty far down. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> He's below Nigel. Yeah. Uh, Danny Glover plays mm-hmm. Milo. I mean, to be fair, I guess Danny Glover actually isn't in the movie that much. So, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. You're right. Um, so, you have two new old characters. Uh, there's a whole new story around them with uh, them running a, a restaurant together and falling out of friendship because Milo retires. Um, Jack Black is back. Uh, you got uh, Karen Gillian, Dwayne Johnson, of course, Mister The Rock himself, mm-hmm. and then all the everyone. Kids are back. Everyone is back with some added characters. Yeah, but we don't know what's going on with Spencer. Everyone else comes into Jumanji. They're all in different bodies, all so they're all different characters. Jack Black playing a black man. Gotta say, it was pretty great. <laughs> it was because <laughs> Jack Black, like Fridge, which is um, what's the other guy's name? Uh, the old man? No, no, Fridge, the the football player guy. Oh, uh, this shit, this IMDb shit is awful, there? bro. Can he be like first build? I mean, he should be. He Much higher up. The, I don't see him. Hey, scroll up, scroll up. Chill, chill, chill. Just look for a fridge or whatever. That's what I am looking for. Right there. Go, go down. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fridge. Yeah, well, that's because he becomes fridge. Mm. I don't see him. Whatever. The I thought black Fridge guy. is one of the guys outside of the game. So how does he turn into the guy in the game? Well, it's <laughs> it's the from the first movie. Yeah, the the black guy from the first movie. The, he the gets football player. Into the game. Yeah. What's his name? Fridge. Okay, but how does Kevin Hart turn into <laughs> Fridge? Well, we don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Young Fridge. What are you talking about? Doesn't make any sense. In right, the first movie, right there. Kevin Hart is Sir Fridge. Darius Blaine. Oh yeah. Okay, I got what you're saying. Sir Darius Blaine, bro. Click on that. Young Fridge. Up, 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 right there. Does it say young, though? That does not make any sense. Why is he young Fridge? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that don't make no sense. Everyone else is just the character name. Whatever. Okay. (laughs) Sir Darius Blaine. He, he... He plays the football player. Yeah. And then in this movie, he gets put into the uh, Jack Black character who is like the navigator guy. Yeah. And so Jack Black playing this black character <laughs> is pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> right? This is all It's really good. This is all you hear from him right here. This is what you get. What up, man? What what, what is it? It's like <laughs> what does he say all the time? Uh he says a lot of god damn. <laughs> god damn or like Oh man! <laughs> it's a lot of that. <laughs> I wonder if like Jack Black like pulled Sir Darius over. Just like, hey, how Is would that, you how yeah. would you say this? How would you say this? So uh, right how here? did you, how did this compare to the first one for you? For me, it wasn't quite as good as Into the Jungle, but uh I it still continued that same trend. How long was this movie? Like, two hours. Like two God hours, ten less. minutes or something. It was two hours, two minutes. Hey man. Batty was there though. Karen Gillian? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all that yeah. matters. 
Karen Gillian was was definitely there. But I thought the whenever the Danny DeVito was the Rock, that was getting old real quick. I thought the thing with the the old guys because Danny DeVito is in the Rock's body, and uh, Kevin Hart is uh, Danny Milo. Glover. So Danny no, whatever, Glover. whatever happens to Fridge? He's in Jack Black's body. Okay, we Wait, just but, said but, that. No, bro. but one of them was missing. Spencer is missing. Okay, because he go he goes into the game first before anyone else. Everyone else comes in after him. Okay, Spencer gets him. put into a new character. It's uh, Aquafina. Aquafina's character, which oh, is God. like a Ming. She's like a sneaky, uh, like thief. Yeah. Character. Was he? Was he? Did he want to stay in the game? I mean, they all win. You know, yeah. They they complete the game so that they can all spoiler leave. spoiler. <laughs> so what? Why Spoilers. He, but he wanted to go back in, didn't he? He wanted to go back in because he wanted to be the Rock again. Oh. He gets put in Aquafina's body and like her because you know how they do the like they can tap their chest and they'll yeah. show their abilities. Her abilities are basically like she is just a thief, like so she's sneaky and she has uh, lock picking. Then her weaknesses are like all his weaknesses in real life, like, like pollen. Like, yeah, it's like pollen. So he has like. His asthma that he has in real life. So was he like just not able to get out? Well, he was doing stuff on his own. Like he was actually completing the quest on his own whenever. Yeah, but they they go in to be like, he's in there and he's not going to be able to get out by himself. We have to go in to get him. Oh, crap. Yeah. So, but to the point that we were talking about earlier with. Oh, do they switch bodies? Two old guys. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. But the two old guys, which. It's the two, you know, main big names in the movie. Kevin Hart and The Rock. It's Danny De- DeVito's character and in in The Rock. A lot of it at the beginning is just like, wait, we're in a video game. What are we in Florida? A lot yeah. of like old people. It's, it's the like, stuff that you saw in the trailer yeah, for the yeah, movie. Yeah. Am I but a they muscular midget. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't drop that line. No, he does oh, because he does? it's the. Did I die and become a small, muscular boy scout? Yeah, yeah, he said that. <laughs> yeah, that is the line in the trailer. But so they they do do that like continuously. Kevin, like, Kevin, instead of them having memory of, yeah. I actually do remember this and retain it because I'm in like a game character's body. I don't have my, you know, mental capacity that I have in real life. They just continue on with. They keep forgetting that it's a video game. And he, that they have these abilities. Kevin Hart, I mean, Kevin Hart definitely pulled it off better because he, he, I think he's he's just like a better comedian. Yeah, um, for sure. The, and the character, I guess, maybe was easier. Just play an old black man, yeah. basically, yeah. right? And then Danny, De, like the Rock's job was to play an old Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. So, but like as a giant muscular yeah. man. But like Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart's character is like the zoologist, so. Uh, the Danny Glover character would like just talk real slow or like just take forever to get to the point. And he kept like mentioning like, you know, I don't remember knowing this much about ostriches. He's like, you know, you know, my uh, uh, my grandson, uh, he's a veterinarian. And, uh, <laughs> and they're like in the middle of like some like disastrous thing going on and they need him. And then eventually, like, that gets somebody killed. Like, it just takes him too long to get to pertinent information that the person dies. He's like, oh, no. Did yeah. I just kill him because it took me too long to to get out? And that happens, like, 
the first encounter that they yeah. have where they're actually figuring out their abilities. But then things don't really improve from there. Like, so they do introduce in this one a like there's like this water that <laughs> if two people are in at the same time and they like touch, they can swap. Uh, okay. So they introduce that pretty early on, but yeah. then they don't actually complete do like all the character swaps until a little later on, like yeah. pretty much in the last third of the movie. Yeah. Um, so if they would have done that earlier on and kind of relegated, is the, there a reason why they did they give like a good reason why they did it? Why they did it? Well, because when, when they first no. discovered it, when they first discovered the water, it was only two of the most experienced characters that discovered it. <laughs> yeah. Which and, is, and it was on accident. It was Fridge and uh, Martha. Uh, Martha. And Fridge. Oh, and they switched. Yeah, yeah they, they switched, switched back. They switched multiple times, mm. but it was like well, because like Karen Gillan, her character, like she is you know athletic like basically superhuman athletic Mm -hmm. so she like jumps across like swings over to get this fruit from this tree which is like part of their quest which to that point they didn't really super well draw out like spell out what the whole quest line was really supposed to be yes that's another like relatively minor complaint but still that whole quest for the fruit thing just kind of felt a little force just to introduce that topic of they can switch character bodies. Yeah, but it was it, at the end. It was ended up being. Yeah, but what I'm saying, like, it just didn't feel like it was impactful until mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, well, I think it was just like get this thing. It'll I can just keep it with you. It'll I, become important later on. That whole scene just kind of felt like it was we're we're purely setting something else up. Yeah. Otherwise, it's kind of a useless scene. All right, but um. So they, they have to do all these acrobatics to get to this fruit. She falls into the water. When she's coming out, like, Fridge steps into the water to, like, help her up. And whenever they get, like, blown apart, like, they're in each other's bodies. So, like, then Karen Gillan is Fridge. So he's, like, Karen Gillan's, like, doing her Fridge impersonation. <laughs> as a, oh, that She pretends rough. to be a black but, man. But, she, but she's in Jack Black's body, right? Well, the character of Martha... The character is in Martha Jack Black's is in, body. Yeah. But Fridge is in Karen Gillan's body. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so why is she impersonating a black man, but she's a white man's body? No, 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 no. no. She I'm, is the black man. What? She is Fridge. So Fridge, the black, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, the wait. black football player. Yeah. He, but I thought he, he was in Black Jack's body. He was, Jack but they Black. switched. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Jack Black and Karen Gillan mm-hmm. switched. So then yeah. Martha was in Jack Black's body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Now Fridge, Fridge the black Car- guy, yeah. is now in Karen Gillian's body. Oh, so it's Karen Gillian doing impress. Oh, okay, I got you. Oh, okay. Fridge, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is like a, a freaking, uh, what's that, Inception. A body within a body within a body. There's a lot of, like, trying to explain it, yes, is, is pretty So now confusing. it's her doing like a, oh, oh, you know, yo, dog, you know, just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because, like, earlier we saw, like, uh, yeah. Fridge is like all upset because he's in Jack Black's body. So he's like, oh, man, he's like, look at my weaknesses. It's like, and they're in the <laughs> desert. Were, yeah, so he's like, desert. he's like, I've got uh, heat, sand. And what was the, there was a third <laughs> one that was like related to the desert. And he's like, you know what? I got to build up my endurance because endurance was like one of his weaknesses from the first movie. So he's like, I know I, I've been doing four hour workouts like every single day in football. I know how to build up this man's endurance. I'm just going to start out with five burpees. Can't do it. Can't even do two burpees. So then he's just like laying there in the sand. 
And then whenever he gets in Karen Gillan's body, like he's like, all right, I'm going to do some burpees. So he immediately like does it. She like superhuman jumps and he's like, oh man, this body's amazing. They do a whole bit about like touching boobies. Yeah, it's like, like, yeah, that's the first thing I did. Touching <laughs> boobies is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all that stuff is happening. And then he like goes and does like the obstacle course to get through to where uh, Martha had gotten to earlier. But she, he like jumps too hard, so he like crashes through the tree and falls back in the water. So then Martha, as Jack Black, helps him out. They switch back again, and then that's just kind of all right. Let's continue the adventure. Yeah. So who's Martha? <laughs> Martha's the redheaded girl from the first. She in the first movie, she is Karen Gillian. Yeah, yeah, I know, but the whole time, who is she as herself? What do you mean? Like, who is the actress? That plays Martha. The redheaded girl. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm trying to find. These credits must be so confusing. Morgan Turner. Oh, okay. Her. Got it. Uh, so, yeah. So, they continue on their journey. Bethany doesn't get brought in initially. So, then they... Uh, she goes and gets... Um, the uh, oh, the pilot guy because at the end of the first Jumanji spoiler, the pilot guy after they win the game the pilot guy also gets out and then goes back to goes his back original to his time original time like and then the 1990s he's like a, an older now he's older yeah and uh, has a kid and all that so she gets his help so they also come to the game mm. and he Colin Hanks is um, back in his original body, which is Joe Jonas. And Bethany is in as a black horse. Yeah, she comes back as a black horse. She's what? a horse. That can talk? No. No, it just talks Kev- as a horse. Kev- uh, Kevin Hart can understand animals now. Like, he's that's one of his things. Yeah, they each uh. get, like, a new ability. And his is, Kevin Hart's is linguistics. So he's the zoologist and the linguist. Animal linguistic? Yeah, it's like, yeah. he can. he's like Dr. Doolittle, basically. Mm-hmm. So he's talking to the to Bethany, so they do a good little impersonation of Kevin Hart doing the Bethany stuff of oh like oh my god guys I'm I'm a horse can you believe it <laughs> yeah and they're like oh yeah that's Bethany <laughs> so then they like do the whole body swap they end up putting uh, Danny Glover in, in the, the horse, horse. <laughs> and they make a comment and they're like he's like he's like because oh, well, yeah, Aquafina becomes Danny DeVito's character yeah so. Everyone else goes back to their original characters from the first movie. Yeah. Now and Aquafina, they, the two new characters, the Black Horse and Aquafina, are okay. Yeah, but they, there's a comment in there. It's like, it's like, oh, hey, you know, Milo, you should see your the size of your the size oh, of your, cuts. and then it cuts right there because he's now a horse. <laughs> oh. God. <laughs> uh, they have a whole. Here. There's this whole scene about <laughs> balls. Yeah. So like they pretend like the whole thing is they're trying to get into this the bad guy's lair to stop him from handing this crystal off to this other group. They have to get that crystal and then get it to the sun and then say Jumanji and they win. So they're pretending to be the brothers that are supposed to meet up and get the stone. And it's uh, Augustus, (laughs) Jack Black Mm -hmm. and Kevin Hart Mm -hmm. and Jack Black is Bethany again. So Jack Black is like, Oh, I'm, I'm supposed to be, you know, this, the, Smartest person in all of Jumanji. Yeah. Oh, this is... I'm so smart. And then 
Fridge as Kevin Hart is supposed to be well known as a eunuch. A eunuch. Who gave up his testicles to save his village. Oh my God. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you're so brave. It's like you, you know, you cut like, off your testicles. Kevin Hart just keeps going like, what? No, I got I got balls. What are you talking about? I got and, my balls right yeah, here. And then Jack Black's like, metaphorically, you know, spiritually, yes, they're, they're there. They're here with us in spirit. And they, and just, they keep, just keep doing it. Bro, that. this is like a long scene of just balls. Just like, <laughs> it's like, bro, you got no balls. He's like, what do you mean? I got balls. And the, the scene only ends whenever Kevin Hart's just like, yeah, right. I got no balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long, it's like, what? yeah, it's like, I don't know where your balls are, but they're, you know, somewhere out there. He's like, he's like, I got balls right here. And he's like, no, it's spirit, it's spiritually, <laughs> metaphorically, yes. You're, you got balls. What the hell? Yeah. That's a lot of balls dropped. That's <laughs> a lot of puberty in this movie. Yeah. What was this movie rated? Uh, PG-13, PG-13, I think. Bro, it was pushing it. Because there were like kids that were there. Like little kids? Yeah. How would you bring a little kid to this movie? Yeah, it's PG thirteen. Yeah, there were kids there. I was like, there was a lot of like, ah shit. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. Just a lot of that. Just, that was a lot of like the Jack Black um as the, uh, as as the black shit. character. <laughs> just oh shit. Just, was it good? Was it good? I mean, oh, bro. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. It, was, yeah, it was funny, yeah. Like but I'm not gonna black. say he's like a convincing black man or anything. But yeah, it was it was funny in like a, I mean it's a ridiculous movie for sure. So it's not anything that anyone should try to take seriously. But I don't think anyone <laughs> bro, would. that scene when they showed because because <laughs> the Rock now has a weakness. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. the, and the weakness is Switchblade. They're like Switchblade. No, I. Uh, and then Nigel, like the NPC character that gives them the quest, is like, yeah, you know, it starts explaining it. and It goes into a cut scene. And then, it, like, the old people are like, what the fuck is going on? Because they're like, it just goes into, like, a cut scene. They're like, what the fuck? And then they're like, hey, this is a cut scene. Never mind. Never mind. So they just watch it. And it's like, yeah, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah, apparently, okay, apparently Switchblade's um, Switchblade. Uh, it wasn't Switchblade. No, it was uh, the other it one. It was the main bad guy who's played by Rory McCann. Yeah, yeah. Jurgen the Brutal. Jurgen the Brutal apparently killed uh, the Braveheart. Uh, the Rock's parents and it has like a cut scene of like the rock's parents <laughs> it's just the rock with like this gigantic fake mustache and like, like, hair. like protecting some woman oh. and, he, and he goes no <laughs> bro it's but, fucking uh, ridiculous Jurgen the brutal is the hound yeah oh, okay. game of thrones yeah was bro. he the bad guy in the, who was the bad guy in the first game I mean, first movie. I can't remember. It was uh, it was uh, that Italian. Yeah, movie. yeah, bro. I, this movie, I just felt like they were having a blast. Yeah, I mean, I, it comes through that they are having fun while bro, filming it. I, I, I would have had like if you have Kevin Hart playing that old man, <laughs> bro. Just you can just imagine him just like riffing. Is that Martha's boy? Like, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that just keeps coming up. Like just throwing out all these old man references all the time. Well, he, the Rock, whenever, Danny whenever DeVito, like just keeps getting in fights he, with people. He's like lifting his leg, and he's like, "Look at this! Look at that!" <laughs> <laughs> he's just like doing this shit. He's like, "Ooh, look, look, look what I got!" Yeah, Danny DeVito like has recently had hip surgery, so while he's in the game, he's like, "Oh man!" Like just 
rotating his hips. He's like, oh, my hips feel pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah. Kevin Hart was Kevin Hart and Jack Black made this movie for me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're the best parts. Jack of Jack Black, like, playing the the white girl, Bethany. The, Bethany, perfect. He does believe it. He does perfect. a really good job. But the very end of the movie. Did you ever watch New Girl? The show. Nope. Does he look like someone that watches New Girl? It's a pretty good. Did show. you watch New Girl? No. Oh, it's a pretty good show. Anyway. A guy, one of the main characters from that, Winston, he plays like the heater repair guy. He's coming downstairs at the end of the movie. He's like, oh, man, what is that over there? As they have like the the video game console. It's all been smashed up on a desk. And he's like, oh, is that a game console over there? Like walks in. The mom's like, oh, yeah, that's my son's. It looks like it's broken, though, so he probably shouldn't touch it. And then he like walks over and touches it. You hear the the music start playing again. And then the ostriches are just running down the street in the town. They set up the third one. Third one, but it's going to be like the first movie. Oh, uh, where the everything comes into the real world. But they also brought back the ant from the first movie. Nora. Yeah, I, he, he said it, and I was like, all right. It's definitely her. Go, go to Jumanji, bro. The original. I think it's right there, the picture of it. Was it? Is that it? No, no this is oh, okay. Never mind. I watched the movie a bunch. Hey, you know little. who they ain't bringing back though? That nigga's <laughs> dead. Dang, Robin Williams. Oh, yeah, he's not coming back. I promise you, he probably would have been in it. Yeah, Bro, they, they, but he was in talks to do it again. They could bring him back, just See? like they're bringing back. Uh, Click Nora Shepard, BB oh. Newworth. She was. How'd you see her? She comes it's like she owns the restaurant that. Uh, Danny DeVito and um, Danny Glover used to, Danny that, Glover. That, that's how they know each other. They're, they they owned the, they the restaurant for like 35 years together. Uh huh. And then they like fell apart because Danny Glover retired, which forced no, Danny no, DeVito. No, no, but how did she come into the movie? She owns end. the restaurant that she bought the restaurant after they closed it, their restaurant. And they there. name it Nora. No, no, no. I get that. But why do they go to this restaurant? They're just at the restaurant. Like at the end dinner. talking and stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then the video game part happens. At the very end. Like at somebody's house. Someone's running. Like the ostriches are running down the street outside of this cafe oh, that she and, owns. And she's like, not but again. But she, she's in there talking to Danny DeVito. Does she drop a line like that? Like, not again. Oh, no. We don't see her do mm-hmm. anything. We see the kids walk outside. And, they're like, <gasps> and that's it. That's how it ends. So there's going to be a third one. Setting it up for sure. I, I'm down. I'd be interested to see if they actually can get like Kirsten Dunst back. Get the original kids Dang, back. You want some Kirsten Dunst action, boy? You dirty boy. <laughs> Jonathan Hyde. No, that's... Who's the other one? How old is Kirsten Dunst now? She's got to be She's in, in her, her 30s. 60s, bro. What? <laughs> she was born in 1982. Wait, where is it? What is this? Oh, her brother. No, Christian. 1987. <laughs> what is the last movie she was in? Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, where's the, Oh, yeah, where's she's the in lie? that series right now. I'm Becoming a God in Central Florida. Okay, I don't know what the fuck that series it is. It looked pretty good. Uh, anyway. All right. Overall, the, it was a pretty enjoyable movie, but not anything like 
mind-bogglingly good. It's if definitely got, not as good as the like original. If you got some like twelve to thirteen year olds, like like PG thirteen, like they'll think it's funny and I'm like, oh, it's kind of bad. <laughs> but if, <laughs> yeah. But if, but if you're yeah. like like fifteen, sixteen, they'll be like, oh, yeah, whatever, too cool for this, you know. <laughs> Or if you're pushing 30, you're, you're <laughs> laughing at Jack Black pretending to be a black man. Bro, that shit. I was, he was looking over at me just laughing. Just, oh, my God. This is so ridiculous. Uh, it was good. It was good. Bro, look at them fingers, funny. bro. Did you see that boy's fingers get sucked into the game? <laughs> yeah. Those are the movies. Next week, the big one. Star Wars. The end of the Skywalker When, when did you saga. get tickets for? <laughs> Saturday morning at 8 a.m. <laughs> oh, is that when you're going? Ugh. Wait, did you get tickets for the same time? Yeah. Yeah, I think y'all got them at the same time. Okay. Well, I got mine I got Friday mine night. Me and my girlfriend. Opening night. <clears throat> this is before AMC had the entourage option. Let me see what, what my thing is, bro. Let me make but sure yeah. I still got my we've tickets. Got, we've got that. Probably try to see some other stuff. Yeah, December 21st, 8 a.m. All right, we'll be there. We'll be in there. That's ridiculous. I feel Punching people to get into our seats. Right there, look. I got 1045 Friday. Friday night. That's, <coughs> that's so much better. It's way more likely that that one would get shot up, dude. So It's okay. I'll shoot them up back. <laughs> I'll shoot them up back. That there's a uh, there's not really anything else coming out next week for obvious reasons, but there's still some other stuff that we didn't haven't gotten to see yet that we'd like to. I like how Wonder Woman's on here already. 1984. Oh, Cats opens on the twentieth. Yeah. Uh, Time to see some cat action. There's nothing else. It's all right. We're gonna. Do oh, and there's the... still Richard Jewell that we want to see. Uncut Gems. That's gonna be good. Uh. Just There's some Mercy. other stuff. Uh, I, I want to see Just Mercy. Queen and Slim. Just Mercy. I think Queen Waves, and Slim. That Waves I think movie Queen looks and Slim, We're just going to have to wait for them to come out like on Netflix or something. Yeah, maybe. I saw We're gonna watch the Grudge. Knives Out again. Holds up on a second viewing. Why'd you watch it again? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. My girlfriend's family wanted to go see it. So I went did along. she like it? Yeah, she loved it. <laughs> did you recommend it or did she say... <clears throat> She wanted to watch it. They were all interested in going. And I was like, yeah, it's a great movie. I'll go again. Uncut Gems. So there's all that. All right. But yeah. Look forward to more reviews next week. And the big review will tell you if they. Wow, this year's over. Fix it up from episode eight. If we, how we feel fix it up or about episode up. nine. And there's going to be three more after. They're going to be different series. Like they're not doing any more. Skywalker sagas. Yeah, and apparently be, Kathleen it, Kennedy today came out saying that they want to move away from the Star Wars trilogy. They want to do like more individual uh, story uh, stuff. Rogue One. Apparently they're supposed to be doing Old Republic ones. Whew. I'm down for Old, old Republic. Republic. I am down for Old <laughs> Republic. Knights of the Old Republic. Put your boner away, best, dude. Best games. Absolutely love. But Knights that's all. Republic. It's not canon anymore. I, so uh, they'll, they'll, they'll make, pull from those storylines. Shut your probably. mouth. They're gonna make new canon you now. Blasphemer. I don't care. There's so much that they can do with the old republic. Like there's thousands upon thousands of years. Type it in, type it in, type it in. Type it in on IMDB. For, type no in Google. Type uh casting for 
Old Republic Star Wars movie. See right there. Look at that. Old Republic casting call. Oh. Look at that. What? They're looking for an Asian. Looking for a Latino. <laughs> this is nothing. It's a casting call. This is nothing. For Old Republic. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Keep looking, bro. How dare you? God, were you trying to... Get in? <laughs> man, no, I'm not trying to get in. <laughs> this man's trying to I, get on the I want hey, hey, an Old Republic movie. Guess what? Guess what? It's set too far in the future to allow a receding hairline <laughs> like to happen. They it's in the past. They would have fixed it already. It's in the past, all right. But the, the technology is too great <laughs> for them to allow this to happen. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, you either got to cut it all off or you're going to have to get some for him. Which one? <laughs> oh, no. Hey, if they're paying for for him, let's do it. All right. Well, that's the show. Have a good week, everybody. We'll see y'all next weekend. Later. Bye.